0: Welcome to the Welsh Rugby Podcast from Wales Online
1: Hello, welcome to the Welsh Rugby Podcast by Wales Online Brought to you by Gulliver's Sports Travel I'm Ben James and today I'm joined by our rugby writer Andy Howe And it's a a pretty big podcast today it's a pretty big big weekend of uh, Welsh Rugby It's a weekend we're really looking forward to, Ben Um, Scarlet's
0: European Champions Cup semi-final Yep Against Leinster, what a battle! That's, that's going to be out in Dublin, and then in the Challenge Cup, we've got Cardiff Blues against Poole the Arms Park. Another game we're looking uh, forward to, and uh, it's you know it's not beyond the realms so of possibility that both Welsh teams could get through to the final in Bilbao. Well, they both been held in Bilbao. Wouldn't that be great?
1: Uh, it would be great. Although to be fair, it's uh, it's pretty hot in this office right now, so I don't think I could stick the uh, the heat of Spain. I think
0: th- Ben, I think it'd I be co- send you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> last, last time there was a game in Basque Country, I covered it. It was uh, uh, it was the Ospreys against Biarritz, which was playing San Sebastian in Spain, one of course. the nicest cities you could wish to uh, to visit. And that was a sweltering day and that was the day though the Ospreys blew their biggest chance of lifting the Iron Cup because they should have won that match in the Canada. All
1: right, so there's, there's one mention of Welsh teams blowing their big European chances. Hopefully now that is the last of this podcast, so let's Crack into it, let's get on with the Scarlets. That's the Champions Cup game this weekend. In Lentz, in Dublin against Leinster, it's a tall ask. It is
0: a tall ask, in one sense. But the Scarlets have got no hang-ups whatsoever about playing Leinster. They smashed them, dominating them in last season's Pro 14 semi-finals. Found space on the fringes, played heads up rugby. And to be honest, they took Leinster apart. Leinster didn't have an answer that day. Even Johnny Sexton was uh, was uh, lost so, uh, you know, I don't see this as being such a tough deal as going to somewhere in France for a semi-final because, of course, the Welsh and Irish teams play each other so often, they know each other's games inside out and, as, like, and the Scarlets
1: are a good outfit. They are Pro-12 champions. Yeah, you, you, you say that they play each other so often but the thing with Leinster is there's almost two Leinsters, isn't there? There's the Pro-14 Leinster who sort of almost look like they're cruising along and, and, and you know they're sort of forcing the other teams to raise the bar. Then there's the European Leinster, who just seem a level above that. If, they, they, if, if any team steps their game up for Europe, and that's that's a tag that we give the Scarlets so often. It's Leinster, isn't it?
0: You're know, Leinster do. I know Scarlets do. Scarlets, you know, Europe turns them on, same as it turns uh, Leinster on. Yeah, you are right, though, if you look at Leinster this season... Uh, for by the, the, the what I saw of the games and the reports I read of the Exeter Leinster matches, Exeter the English champions against Leinster, you know they were kind of internationals. The step up the intensity and the physicality, which is where they will try and test the uh, Scarlets on uh, on Saturday. Don't expect anything too pretty from uh, from Leinster. They will want to starve the Scarlets of uh, possession. Uh, whereas the scarlets, they, they if they can get the you know the weather forecast, I think is good. And over there, the scarlets will want to get some wits and some pace on the game.
1: Well, you mentioned uh, last year's semi final. Of course, that was a very big win uh, for the scarlets. Um, this is what scrum half Gareth Davis had to say on that win last year.
2: Yeah, that was obviously um, a good day for us. Um, you know, I thought we played really well, and uh, but you know that's um, it's nearly twelve months ago now. So you know a lot of things have changed. You know? A few different players in both teams, so you know we won't be looking, looking back too much at that game because you know it's a completely different challenge for the, for us this week. It was a, a different game, of course, but the kind of that kind of counter-attacking display you showed in the first half, in particular, you got on the score sheet. Is that something that you'll be trying again? Because your attacking rugby is one of the reasons it's got you here, isn't it? Yeah, I think you know we showed in the last 12 to 18 months. You know that's the brand of rugby that we enjoy to play here. So. Um, yeah, you know, we, we've been training well, like I said, so hopefully we can uh, bring that sort of um, brand of rugby in the weekend again. The Aviva Stadium is, a, is another stadium where you've enjoyed success in the final last year. I guess it's the kind of place that holds no fears for you. Yeah, I quite enjoy playing there personally and, uh, you know, most of the boys have had some good results there as well. So, yeah, we're looking forward to it. It's a terrific stadium and um, hopefully we get plenty of Scala supporters over there to, um, to, uh, to follow us and cheer us on and, you know, hopefully we'll have a, a good day at the office. Are Leinster the kind of team that you enjoy playing. Is it kind of a rivalry building there? Do you think? Yeah, I think you know are probably one of the best teams in Europe at the moment. Um, you know they've um, finished the top of um, our conference by a good couple of points, so they've they've had a good season. You know, beaten Saris a couple of weeks ago as well. So um, you know they, are you know, rightly so, favourites going into the games. But um, you know we, as a group of players, quite like going into big games as as underdogs. So it's a challenge that we're looking forward to. It's a good challenge for us, and uh, you know, hopefully, we can um, make a statement on the weekend, and you know, hopefully, um, we'll have a good day. So yeah, interesting stuff there
1: from Gareth Andy. I think uh, the big thing is that he's he doesn't believe that last year's semi-final experience isn't going to hold any effect on this year's game. I suppose he's, he, he could be right in that regards, but they did. Go to the RDS last year and score three very good tries and put away that Leinster team, didn't they? That that must count for something. Well, it does count for something psychologically.
0: It's bound to be a bit. Of a, it's a boost for the Scarlets and uh, it certainly have Leinster uh, thinking and uh, trying to come up with a plan so that that doesn't happen to them again. Um, you know, it's going to be physical, isn't it? It's going to be a full frontal assault probably from Leinster. The difference, of course, this year as well as the match has been played in the River Stadium where the Scarlets. The week after beating Leinster, they went back to Ireland and they absolutely hammered Munster in the final. So uh, you know they've done it. uh, They've done it there as well, uh, and that's a biggish pitch. Might uh, that could suit them?
1: Um, Yeah, uh, of course. uh, Some of the danger men last year, who who, well, the one danger man last year who the Scarlets managed to negate was Jonathan Sexton. They they you know, they got into him early on. I think Gareth Davis had a bit of a scuffle with him at one point, and that probably put him off his game. It, I suppose that's the easy way of saying how to stop Jonathan Sexton is to just you know get into him a little bit. But is is that the way to stop? Yeah, him? the other thing on well, last season is that were on the back foot a bit in that
0: game. Scallis were on a front foot for a lot of that game. It's a lot easier isn't it? when you're on a front foot. If you like Sexton on a back foot, doesn't matter how good a player he is, it's a lot more uh, but then, it's a lot more difficult. They did they, um,
1: they did have I think this. Leinster had about 60% possession and yeah well
0: not based on the fact the game had already gone for him and know Scarlett He's up a bit in the final the, fir-
1: the first half was probably clo- the first half was fairly close to be honest I yeah. think the Scarlett just took their chances mm. which is what yeah. I think they'll have to
0: do you know you got to yeah Royal Sexton get into him but you've got to be careful because he is capable of uh, if you concentrate on him too much he's capable of putting other people away so uh, yeah um, yeah Sexton is key man for them but he's not the only one they say a lot of that's based on their pack.
1: There is a lot of key men in that team.
0: Um, you, you know, if I was a Leinster supporter and say Johnny Sexton's injury record didn't play or went off early on I wouldn't be that concerned because they got two other, two very good other outside ass in Ross Byrne and Joey Carbury, who are both capable of uh, you know doing a top job.
1: Yeah. And I suppose the other thing is, is you've got outside them Eason Asewa, 35 years old he's been there done that he's got so many t-shirts you know I think Shane Williams sort of pointed him as a, as a weakness in that team I don't, I don't think you can see him as that can you
0: no I, I wouldn't see him as that he's a very good player isn't he he's the sort of Adley Pax if you like Adley Pax yep. is the same thing for the uh, Scarlets you know very he's an extremely reliable uh, uh, player and you know he's versatile he can do a job anyway can't he and he can be a match winner
1: as well um, I suppose another key man is Rob Carney Uh
0: He's had a good season, really good season. Because what's uh, under the radar lately, isn't he? Yeah, he drifted out a bit because he didn't make the Lions tour. Uh, yeah, last year and he had, that season he wasn't in such good form for uh, for Ireland, so he didn't get on the um, trip. He's had, he's obviously he's had injuries as well. This season, I would say this is probably his best season for club and country since the uh, since the Lions are two or nine in South Africa. Uh, he's a, you know he's a good player, uh, can he? he does make some defense and gets uh, as in defense and gets out of position. Um, you know, sometimes he uh, players can beat him on a cutback, um, but he's a good player. Uh, he's got a good kicking game off both feet, and he's really
1: good running the ball back. Uh, for, he's dangerous. For, yeah, he's probably not as explosive as he once was, is he? None no, but he runs clever
0: angles, and he times his runs quite well.
1: Yeah, and I suppose the other thing is the space that Leinster give him, doesn't it? And it, it's probably something that Scarlets will have to watch out for and you would hope that they'd gone to Roman Poit before the game and pointed this out in the in the way that they on kick chases, Leinster forwards will sort of Block? Yeah, <laughs> in a, in a, yeah. <laughs> I was trying tricky. to think of a more polite way of saying it, but yeah, well, effectively is block, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, well,
0: that's what all, you know, most teams try and do that. Most really. teams do that. But right, yeah.
1: Carney's very clever at yeah. reading those blocks yeah. and hitting gaps off them. Yeah. And I think that's something that the Scarlet's probably knowing Pivak. Yeah.
0: Stuart, man, will have gone up to gone to the referees this weekend and just mentioned that in the in the pre- yeah meeting. yeah. I I I'd be interested to see. my know much, how often that Kearney uh, runs the ball back. Uh, the word I'm getting from Ireland is that they're just going to be trying. To, they're going to be playing the kicking game and they're going to try and strangle the uh, scarlets. However, if it isn't, if it is a sunny day and all, it's it's difficult to play that sort of game because you know when the weather's nice and all that, you sort of get drawn into a more running uh, game it seems more natural. So, yeah.
1: But- I suppose the thing is, the thing is with these blocks is if you get one good block it doesn't take you know uh, oh, you're, it's, 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 one, you, you're, you're not really sort of even looking to sort of break the line and and, and play a running game you just mm. get in front football yeah, yeah yeah and then it becomes a lot easier for sex than just to kick behind and yeah yeah I suppose that's another big part of the game is you, you talk about the Leinster back three with Carney and,
2: and yeah. they've got that with scarlets,
0: yeah the one thing the scarlets are missing this year and he was key man at Taylor in the last season is Johnny McNichol who yeah. was injured because he was playing fullback back and um he was fielding a ball typical New Zealander plays heads at rugby had a look what was on if nothing was on he kick it but if sonic was on he would run it back could beat people and what he's also what he was also very good at against lens the, the last year was pulling people away he's an unselfish player like Nickel so he, he's a master straightening drawing giving like the ball to the work and a, and a, a, a ripped the uh, uh, um, reap the rewards of that uh, uh, last year but they haven't got it now they've got Lee Halfpenny who's a different type of fullback who's won defensively one of the best fullbacks in the world as he is a goal kicker but he's not he's not a Johnny McNichol when it comes to running a ball back from deep Halfpenny's fine entering the three quarter line but as a counter attack he's a different type of player so they have lost that a bit and that was a big thing last season so that means Scott's got to play a slightly different uh, sort of game
1: well, that's the thing isn't it they're missing McNichol hmm. they're missing Paul Asquith who. Is again more, more into McNichol and in that he can sort of he just pops up anywhere and he's just a very intelligent sort of he's clearly a natural rugby player. Pridey they're missing, so suddenly now you look at that back three Steph Evans, Halfpenny are the two names, they're the definites. That what? other wing spot, what do you do? It, it becomes a bit of a dilemma. It's, it's a massive game to have that sort of dilemma in, isn't
0: it? Well, you're either going to have to put someone on a wing or. You Bring in Dan Jones at outside half and we'll respatch at the full back and half penny to the wing now. So that's a few different things there. So, what? what's the best? You put like someone like Steph Hughes on a wing or one of the youngsters, Tom Williams would do, be another name. Tom Williams, do you even play James Davis on a wing again? Start him on a wing,
1: <laughs> I think a row. That'd, the be, back quite, that'd, you that'd know, be quite a step, wouldn't it?
0: It'd be quite a step. I wouldn't entirely rule it out. Um, I don't know what you would do, Ben, but my I would personally. Play Dan Jones at outside half and Patchell fullback on half penny on a wing because I think Patchell can play that counter attacking game we were talking about a few seconds ago about Mcnichol we saw at Bath Patchell fullback Dan Jones is work in progress but um, what he's really good at I think he's really good like he's like Stephen Jones as a player and he says he's very good again in three quarters running on the ball and um, I think the scalpers backs. It's a you know, really good one he's when he's, uh, when he's uh, running a show because he gets Scott Williams and parks it in our ball. And I uh, thought so he was excellent at Bath. Um and Patchell's, you know Patchell's a top fullback as well. And you can use him as a second receiver or bring him up left and right, um, you know, off um, off Garth Davis.
1: It's funny it's funny you say that he's similar to Stephen Jones because there, there is there is a real element of that sort of control. He, he he isn't the he doesn't strike you as the sort of player who would fit into this Scarless team, but he's clearly someone who works hard. Be a part of it, and I suppose that is yeah. He was very good much for, sort of like what Stephen. Yeah,
0: Jones was he was. Like. Good, he's a, I think he's a bit, of an, you know, director, yeah. and uh, he was a really good player for Wales under twenties as well, mate. So let's don't uh, underestimate him. Obviously, the yeah, scarlet. I, I, don't, I don't feel that, yeah. that.
1: these these are his natural strengths, but it's clearly something. That he, yeah, but don't
0: forget Stephen Jones was like a scarlet's grid, and his strength wasn't running the ball. That's what I mean. It was I mean, using yeah. the
1: ball. Yeah, it, you know, it, it, they're they're great sort of. Controllers, the controllers, yeah. But but the fact that they buy into this sort of running game and they're willing to sort of play that way as well, it, it's it's a great sort of boost to the team as a whole. And I think we saw that in the sort of latter half of the La Rochelle game because the Scarlets perhaps didn't have the greatest control. They never did they for an hour. For an hour, they actually made it hard work of that game. Yeah. For an hour,
0: yeah. yeah. Like that?
1: that could be. But could of be course,
0: I tab, understand that. that you know the Scarlets have got some concerns over Dan Jones's defence. But what I would say about that is the bigger the game, the better he tends to defend. So he lifts it even more. You know, you could say the same about Bolden Barrett. He's not known as a good defender for the Hurricanes, but when he plays for the All Blacks, he seems to have something, you know, his he, top is much better. Now it's probably because he's... you God got him. It? Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. what would you do, though, Ben?
1: I would be inclined to go with Dan Jones, fly half, patch or fullback. And I suppose then you go with a normal sort of 5-3 uh, split on the bench perhaps if they go the other way with either Tom Williams Patchell at fly half
0: Tom's yeah. already played my 90 before yeah, injury but if they,
1: if they go that sort of route which I think they will I wouldn't be surprised to even go a 6-2 split like they did La Rochelle yeah, was, yeah. and then once again James Davis could be Co- wing cover yeah won't I think that will probably happen myself yeah
0: I I think my I think they might very well end up playing Steph Steph Hughes on the wing.
1: There we go. Who's got a bit more experience? Is quite reliable. So it's the first time the Scarlets have been at this stage since two thousand and seven. Can we see them going further than that team did? It was quite a team to be honest, but it, it all came. The rest they were too strong for them. Yeah, it was from that, such a such a day, I think brilliant this, campaign, winning six on
0: six. I think this has got a better pack this time. Them, so uh, yeah, yeah, I think the scar got a better pack and um, I think they're capable of doing a job with Leinster really competing with them. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, I think Scarlet's got the um I think they got the tools to get to the final. Yeah. And, and they've got every chance to win a the competition they get the final. Yeah, so you know, it's really this is a huge opportunity for them to make uh, history, become the first Welsh team to be crowned Kings of Europe. I mean the Irish have done it a lot of times why can Wales
1: yeah. It's very tight, isn't it? yeah
0: I think the winner of the tournament will come from
1: this match well, that's, I wouldn't disagree with you to be honest so yeah mm. I think in a, in a nutshell then I think both think these teams suggest- I
0: think both these teams are better than Munster.
1: No Munster got this habit of raising a game in Europe
0: again. In yeah. The dark horses in it could be. uh, uh if they made a final. with Some of the personnel they've got. A lot yeah. of that, mind, will depend on if Mister Carter's fit. Because he came off the bench in the quarters and he made a uh, huge, uh, huge difference. For the forward uh, uh, you know. He, he, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he played. He did when he came on. He was. Uh, yeah. He was absolute class. But of course, he's like a mummy now, isn't he? He's got that many bandages
2: around him. <laughs>
1: So yeah, we... You think the Scarlets can beat Leinster in the fever? In a nutshell, then, how will they do it? If they do it?
0: I think the Scarlets can... uh, I think the Scarlets... uh, I think uh, Leinster will come at them up front. I think the Scarlets can can match them up front. Definitely all their own. Um, Scrum's going to be really uh, interesting. Uh, Huge battle is going to be at the uh, uh, breakdown. But when you've got the likes of... uh, uh, Johnny, John Bartley, uh, Byrne, James Davis, Josh McLeod, uh, Aaron Shingler. Um, you know you've got every chance of doing well at the breakdown, and then a lot of it will depend on the uh, the battle of the halfbacks. If um, if the Scalas can uh, can control it better than they did against La Rochelle at halfback, you know they could uh, they could take charge of the game. I think the Scalas got more pace than the Leinster uh potentially out wide and it can do some damage on the fringes. Uh it could be you know, with the weather and everything if it does end up being a loose game one team chasing a bit it could be a really high score affair fail, you know, because
1: players will really get fatigued if it's sweltering over there like it is in this office Ben Let's <laughs> hope nothing like this office. <laughs> yeah, my my mind just keeps coming back to the Wales Island game in the Six Nations. How how much can we can we read into that? Because that day Ireland had all the possession, all the territory, and just hammered away. And to be honest, Wales were lucky to be as close as they were, probably, weren't they? Yeah, I think, I think you know, Wales had an off day.
0: I think Wales had, uh, by uh, so uh, I'm told, Wales had trained really well in a build up and just didn't, they didn't turn up did the day for 50 minutes, an hour. Now, whether or not they have been believing their publicity in advance, uh, I don't know. But, um,. I don't think you're going to have uh, I think with the Scalas a, a different cap of fish and yep. uh, you know I think they're going to be really on this game. Uh, so I don't think that's I, th-
1: I hope that doesn't it, it, it happen. It feels, I, think, I think a lot of Leinster fans sort of well, they, like, they, they yeah. look at the Irish court that core and they, they seem to think that's how it'll go but
2: yeah, yeah nice
0: uh, nice. you know the bookmakers think that as well, don't they? But it nice. uh,
1: looks to me like look, them. Look at the last season's
0: results and what yeah. the Scarlets have done in you this season. following yeah. a bad start.
1: If you just look at the Scarlets team, you look at that Wales team. The way Wales played that day is they were happy to let Leinster have all the ball, all the territory. But uh, uh, if I were the Scarlets, I wouldn't be happy with that. If that happens, they don't win a game. I think I think the Scarlets can play slightly similar to that way. They they, they can accept that they won't. They'll mm-hmm. probably have about forty percent on each and they can, they can live off that the difference with the Scarlet the Wales team is the Wales weren't that clinical they were fairly clinical for, for how Wales but they got three tries a lot of pointless kicking no breakdown threat
0: I don't think you're going to have a pointless kicking from the Scarlets so much yeah, and uh, you know, not, not will, under
1: orders yeah and the Scarlets will offer more of a breakdown threat and they'll probably be more clinical so I, I think any Leinster fans getting probably a bit excited about how Ireland put away Wales probably just think of those sort of things you know Wales didn't have any breakdown present, present threat the Six Nations, to be honest, did they? You know, you look at that England, should have put away England, like Scotland did, but we didn't because there was no breakdown threat. I think that Dublin game, it was a sort of similar story, same with how we clinical and the kick-in. I don't think the Scarlets will make the same mistakes. Now, whether that equates to a Scarlets win, we, we don't know, but I think it gives them a, a good shot.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I've been, lost
1: you there, I think, somewhere along the line, haven't I?
0: Yeah, it was pretty deep then. Yeah, um, no, they, they've got to be in with a good shot. They're a really good team, aren't they? Yeah. You know, my argument is why kick the ball? You know, obviously there are times you've got to kick the gate, uh, kick the ball, and sometimes you can have games where each team cancels each other out, and neither side gets over the game. Unless you're forced into a kicking uh, contest, but uh, if you've got the ball, the opposition can't damage you, can they? So, uh, well, you know, I wouldn't be. Uh, you know, Wales got this thing about keeping the ball in play. Uh, on a pack all the time, even when they're under pressure. Now, why I the a scarlet, there'd be times, if necessary, taking into account the conditions, fatigue, is put it fatigue, is out of play and restart from a line-out. Yep. Yeah. Give the boys a breather. I and, mean, you know, forwards, forwards like looking up and seeing if someone's punted the ball 50 metres and it's bouncing into touch. They like that. You know, yeah, it's if, better, is it? You know. so, uh, yeah. So, yeah, the boy who's got a big role to play here is Burn. You know, up against his old uh, team he's I mean, been masterful be hasn't he he's been yeah. superb for the Scalas Pro, uh, Pro 14 player of the year? gotta be I mean week in week out it turns it's it, uh, turns over. he turns it might be he reminds me of actually Simon he used to be for the Scalas and never had a bad game and John Bartley never has a bad game either so you know those two boys got big uh, uh, big roles to play and
1: he'll be bang up for this one
0: money. oh he will be yeah, yeah. that's it other thing of course his discipline has been good uh, Scalas got to be disciplined they can't really he certainly can't afford a red card Something stupid, uh, even though Steph Evans got sent off last year and they did beat Leicester with 14 men, but I don't think they can go down that road again. It's a different and, uh Yeah, and he won't try and keep any uh, yellow cards to so a minimum. One thing, uh, uh, which Wales weren't in Ireland, but which the Scalas have been this uh, season, is very disciplined. Not giving what I call needless penalties away, probably like just inside the opposition half, and then the opposition kick the 22 line out, catch, drive, put you under massive pressure. Yeah, you know those those are things you don't need
1: to give away. Suppose the the the, the Toulon game was a pack of scarlets probably the prime example because Toulon really pushed in that second half. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, And and La Rochelle did as well in the second half, and probably the Scarlets did push the envelope a little bit and maybe play the ref a bit. Tyburn got a little hmm. bit lucky, but you know, again, yeah, you you play the ref.
0: Yeah, this weekend mine might be Lancer get lucky because it is out over there in Dublin. French ref and all and you know sometimes you find on you know, the own team with the fans and all that they can get the marginal decisions so the Scarlet's going to have to be squeaky clean, you know but Leinster, mind, Leinster they've got a huge miss on this Sean O'Brien okay he might not have started anyway but he's world class player a nice option me.
1: out of the bench wouldn't it if he was for yeah, but, if yeah.
0: 40 minutes for him but he has a big blow for Leinster yeah. of him. and of course it's no longer Jamie Easlip who was recently forced to retire been a fantastic player so you know there's two uh, thirds of their back row gone
1: it's not a bad back row they can still pick though is it? No I know but Scarlet, cut, yeah. is it as
0: good as the Scalise back row though? I don't it's
1: think it is. I don't know. It's, it's close. It's very close. What a matchup! Indeed. What a matchup! up. Um, so yeah we'll move on to the second one. Uh, the Champions Cup semi-final now at the Arms Park. Carls- Blues. Challenge Cup this time Challenge, Ben. Do I say, do I say Champions today? Yeah you like me Ben don't know what you say in half time. No, no. Not a clue to be honest. <laughs> it's, 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 it's the heat. We'll put it down to the heat. Yeah Challenge Cup uh, Blues against Poe another another big occasion and you'd really favour the Blues to, to to get through this one and, and reach a final
0: yeah they got a, they got a really good chance I, but I will say I did watch Poe win at Gloucester early in the tournament and Gloucester had a really strong team out, Poe had a, quite a strong team out and Poe did a, a, did a number on them, they, they were well worth their victory I was extremely impressed with them I know they have lacked a bit of consistency uh, since but if they come here all fire in I think the, you know, it's the forecast in Cardiff is very good I think that will actually uh, that will suit them a bit and, uh, it's because they've got Colin Slade and um, Conor Smith Tom Taylor yeah. Benson Stanley you know guys who they super rugby players and in Smith and Slade's me, uh, case that they both uh, won the World Cup twice with the All Blacks so uh, you know that will suit the weather might suit them and the pitch might so that could be that could be a real contest with a load up on internet because the Blues like throwing a ball around as well um, I fancy that you know the, I fancy the Blues they're on really good run of form and uh, they're playing some good stuff and the key is of course they're very confident so they've got a, got a chance I think I uh, think uh, they will need to make a good start, if because uh, if Poe get after uh, a flyer themselves, their tails will uh, get up and they'll be uh, they might be hard to dislodge then. So I think it's important for the Blues to impose themselves uh, from the off. Um, you know, Poe Pack pretty decent as well. Yeah. Perhaps they'll try and get the Blues. Blues maybe have been a bit short of power, uh, short of lock resources generally. Uh, you know, Poe might try and do a number on them up front. And which is what happened to the Blues were in last season's quarterfinal against I think it was against Gloucester when they got overpowered in the yeah. second half that's where they lost the game scrum and that
1: Back Row could be an interesting one couldn't it because I feel like Back Row is somewhere where the Blues have really that's been one of the sort of catalysts to this sort of turnaround in the latter part of the season because they kept Nick Williams fit and you know whatever you think of Nick Williams if he is fit he gets you front football, and the Blues look a completely different team. Ellis Jenkins is back, and well, yeah. Jenkins top player. As, as, as Matthew Northam, uh, who normally sits in this chair, says,
0: "Future Wales captain." Well, he's got certainly got presence about him, and uh, he's a leader. You can tell he can't. He's so competitive, can't stand losing, um, and, and you know he's articulate and he's intelligent uh, bloke. Yeah, he speaks uh, very well. He's top player, and he just churns out uh, week in week out. He's the sort of player you want in a team. Well, players like him, yeah. and I know Dan because oh, he's still with the Ospreys, but they're the type of players you want in a club team because
1: they will do it week in, week out. they win yeah. winners, I suppose. The complete in the back row is is what we used to think was the ultimate club man, but now he's taken it on to the international. Josh Navidi. Josh Navidi, and he's he's now the ultimate Test man, isn't he? Yeah. he? he's he's done incredible this season. It really has been an amazing season. To yeah,
0: have. it's been great for uh, Josh, and I'm really pleased because he's a uh, you know he's just. Uh, uh, been Mr. Consistency over the years deserved his break uh, with Wales and he's proved he can step up uh, to that level you know he just uh, just does the same thing doesn't he all the time he's just a good rugby player fun he fun. never lets you down
1: they have, have to be on their game because obviously Poe have got Seth Narmidage decent names Ben Moen Ben Mowen, ex-Australia captain feels a bit like a sort of retirement home but
0: yeah Ben's not actually that old he, he can, he can, Yeah, but when he yeah. came over he came over for the money then he said oh, basically he came over early and is Aussie career yeah. because I think he wanted to set himself up for the future. Stefan Armitage, of course, was an ex-teammate of Getty um, Jenkins at Toulon. And, uh, you know, there was all this ha-ha in the English media. England should be picking him. Because, uh, they weren't, uh, you know, because he's playing outside England and all. But uh, uh, I've never seen that myself. I think Stefan Armitage is a really good player. And he was at Toulon, but I think it was... Uh, uh, if you were back row at Toulon, you had such real a great side in front of you, front five and all question. it's a lot easier I think the reason England um, uh, didn't pick Armitage was they, were there, they had question marks about his uh, fitness they thought he wasn't the fittest book in the world so let's see if he's huffing and puffing at the arms park on Saturday fantastic
1: Look, so uh, yeah we'll move on to the backs because well it's going to be interesting
0: selections you know 9 yeah. nine ten. 15 uh, I think they'll go Jared Evans at uh, 10 I think he's on fire I think Eby on Wales is torn in the summer Thomas Williams at 9 uh, I think Yeah, I suppose you can see the other issue uh, I think Thomas Williams think play, will start playing on the Arms Park track well, he, lo- he, loves, he loves
1: playing at the Arms Park he? but he, he looked against the he's I know it's, good it's good the in. Kings he just, he just
0: looks so sharp, sharp, sharp on the weekend he's, doesn't he he is sharp and he's a he's good runner good sniper he's got good service I think he's a really coming scum off uh, you know, another one who should perhaps be uh, probably going on a tour in the summer I'd like to see him get some uh, game type especially as well as losing Rhys Webb um, so yeah there's those uh, guys in there you can have Gethin Jenkins is, uh, he said yesterday he's fit to play so you can have Gethin it's going to be interesting he's a hooker DC. he's DC going to be fit he's having a fitness test he'll start um game I think Felicia will play at um, tight end probably if he's fit I think he is um, they didn't take him to South Africa no. Dylan Lewis played a bit over there and um, uh, Scott Andrews had a game I think didn't he and you've got the Georgian lad uh, Locke's going to be Seth Davis and I think Josh Turnbull and a back row then you can have um, uh, Navidi Ellis Jenkins Nick Williams a
2: strong team yeah a strong, a
0: strong, strong team is it and the centres are going well Jared, you know Owen Lane He's another yeah, yeah, he's good he's talker, yeah. good yesterday. lad, good Impressive, talker. Isn't it? Yeah, he's, you know, he's just 28, elegant, confident and all that. And he made a very good point. He said it's, it's been a lot easier for him and it's a lot easier for the uh, uh, for the centres when he's playing outside Jared Evans because Jared Evans takes so much pressure on himself because he's so dangerous running with the ball. So the opposition are looking at him, stopping on him and that gives space for like Lane to run off him. They'll oh, come into midfield and for the centres. Where Willis um, Alolo, he brought up the same point as well. so said, Jared Evans, he said, making it so much easier for us in the centre.
1: He carries the ball in two hands, mm. which is, it seems like an obvious skill, but a lot of players don't. And he, he's he got such a low centre of gravity anyway, carrying the ball in two hands. Well,
0: you've got to carry the ball in two, two hands. I can name him as so I'm not going to name him in year. not in year two, because he embarrassing him. He don't play the game anymore, but there's one outside half in particular. Every time you knew he was going to run because he'd put the ball under his left arm. Yeah. And if you were an opposition coach or player, as soon as you saw that, you you'd know. You know, what's Barry the great Barry John say Use that ball as a wand, or Mark Ring to tease the defense. Just use it as a wand in both hands. And seen, uh, you, know, you know, has come on a lot, and it says a lot that we're talking about him as outside half when he got Garth Anscombe. Yeah, who you know played for 10 tenth. Uh, was pushing for Wales. Yeah, ten wasn't well, Yeah, but well, he started ten, didn't he? Against uh, uh, Italy. Italy, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, and uh, obviously moved to uh, ten in uh, in Ireland. Turned around, and uh, he's he's a bloke. Yeah, he's a bloke. I yeah. would have picked for 10 for Wales in our Six Nations as well. But says so much to that John Evans now. we are saying a good Garth and at fullback in this match. But you can like uh, if um played patchell at fifteen, you can also come up and offer another option as a like a left and right ten combination if you like. Yeah. So uh, you know we are saying you know forget your Matthew Morgans at fullback a minute. The sooner you start with Gareth Anscombe.
1: It, it, it's similar to what they were doing bef- when Patch- before Patchell left in the you had, well then it was Anscombe at ten, yeah. Patchell at fifteen, mm-hmm. obviously. Then patchell left to go play ten, mm. but it, it worked so well in that first season of Danny Wilson's season. Yeah. It, it's, it's
0: well, awesome. in the, in the back end of that season again, and it suits the Blues when the well, yeah. the tracks get like I know they got the plastic yeah. pitch; the arms back, But when the tracks get as they are now, uh, you know, when they are playing on grass pitches away, it, this time of year suits the Blues because they are top of the ground side. Yeah, so I suppose
1: I suppose it's no surprise then that Danny Wilson has come back to that sort of philosophy hmm. now. We,
0: yeah, but... Don't as well. These guys, most of the squad to pick from, because the injuries of uh, yeah. the, inju- you know, they've had a lot of injuries over the in his three years, I know some of those injuries have been there, they've had a lot of injuries at the wrong time. So you know, when he got a virtual a virtual full squad to pick from, they got a good squad there. You know, there's not much really. There's not much difference between it's and out of
1: scarlets. Absolutely. Hmm. You mentioned Owen Lane. You're very impressed by how he spoke. He's a lifelong Cardiff blue support. he remembers. Yeah. The uh, 2010 final. he pretty young then.
0: Yeah, yeah. He watched it on TV, but he used to be a uh, South terracer with his family he used to go and watch you know the home games. Yeah, he remembered it. He was. Uh, and it's yeah. a
1: massive opportunity, isn't it, for them to, to repeat that?
0: Yeah, it is because um, you know they got a, a finals against Bill in is on our weekend. Uh, yeah, they could go. All the, they win this match,
1: they could go all the way. You know, Newcastle or Gloucester on the other side of the draw.
0: Yeah, they both beatable. Newcastle aren't.
1: They probably would take the final, seriously but they're not naming a, a, a dreadfully strong team for the semi
0: final. No, no I, I think the Blues would be too good for Newcastle. If, they, if you know, let's don't jump too far ahead, but I think they'd be cool. definitely be too good for Newcastle. I think they could run the legs off him. And uh, uh, Gloucester did a number mind on the Blues last season up front, and they might be able to pick it up for a big game. But you know, I fancy the blues get I fancy the blues could go all the way in this tournament. That's the positivity we like. Yeah. In fact, I'm gonna go as far I'm gonna get my prediction in before gonna, you I'm gonna oh get my prediction you, I in was early. Just, just come in I'm like gonna tip, I'm gonna tip a Welsh double this weekend. In Europe. I may not go as far if we get onto the
1: uh, Zebra Ospreys Pro 14 game. Oh get. that was
0: you Zebra a good side. I don't. Yeah, everything. Yeah, dome.
1: you you were so close to being so positive about Welsh Rugby and you throw that in right at
0: the end yeah well we need to have a bit of a debate about it (laughs) the
1: Ospreys will win that
0: well well, the Ospreys need to win and I hope they do win because they need to build a bit of a role for the year because it looks like they're heading into a playoff for the final uh, Placing next season's uh, Champions Cup Yeah Yeah I mean uh, Read that uh, I have been mean, taken an hour To read that complicated piece You wrote the other day Ben About what could happen And then all the rest of it I'm still reeling Still <laughs> still, You know I've been waking up in the night In a cold sweat over that one How do you
1: think I feel it Took you an hour to read it to <laughs> about 20 more to write it But so, yeah So
0: just explain it all to me again
1: <laughs> Oh here we go No um, I, don't, I don't bother. Basically they play been yeah, for the playoff play. Basically yeah they're, they're, They'll be in a playoff <laughs> Against probably Ulster Three weeks after the season ends Away as well It'll be away, yeah, no matter what happens, it will be away, whether that's Edinburgh, Ulster, or Benetton, because they've all got higher points totals. so... Benetton, to me, should be the
0: team of the team of the year, because the improvement they made. 111 out of their 20 fixtures, what a fantastic um, uh, you know achievement uh, from them. Yes. One, eight, one in Leinster, funny enough, enough show the scholars how to do it, one in Leinster last weekend, Yeah, albeit against Lentz the second string, but they still won there. Done really well, so I'd love to see them getting in the playoffs, which would be good for the Ospreys. But good, uh, mind you, yeah. it would be difficult over there. It would be very uh, difficult. You know, yeah, all us uh, whoever they're going to play, it's going to be tough. But so it's important for the Ospreys, they've been showing some form to keep that role going and build towards that playoff.
1: Absolutely. You know, and
0: right. then they showed, didn't they, last week, and uh, last week they showed plenty of dog. They lost uh, 8 0, was it, against Elster? But they showed plenty of dog, didn't they? And guts in the uh, They hang in that game.
1: A lot of tackles. Mm. A lot of tackles. Uh, very closely aligned, but um, it's probably worth saying that Ulster were pretty toothless in attack. Well,
0: they've been tough this all season, aren't they? Talk about underachievers. Yeah. there's is one of the Pro 14's major underachievers so when you look at the amount of money they spend on rugby. Yep,
1: right. Back to the predictions. I know you said Welsh double. Yeah. Let's 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 maybe not scores, but let's sort of get a bit more precise. Scarlet well, spy.
0: Scarlet's by, Scarlet's by 7.
1: Scarlet's by 7, Blue's by?
0: Blue's by uh, 10. I'm expecting the Blue's going to be something like 40 points to 30. Oof. Nice you're, scoring you're for covering that. that one aren't you well, I hope, yeah I hope it's going to be like I. I've been doing a, yeah, been doing a live you. blog the most well, going
1: the better you'll be enjoying that one I will. Yeah. I think yeah, yeah. Going I'm really looking forward. Forward. <laughs> Yeah,
0: I do, you know, I love regional rugby I'm really looking forward to this weekend yeah, I think it's fantastic we've got two Welsh teams in European semi-finals
1: bring it on so there we go yeah that's, that's the perfect way to end this podcast bring it on plenty of Welsh uh,
2: positivity uh, for all the action from Dublin and from the Arms Park follow it all on Wales Online